Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for Guitar Dads by Guitar Dads. This week, amping it up to 50, getting some Z's while touring the country on a long overdue journey, and Ringo Starr's been cockfighting. Loving, touching, squeezing the tush, this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, Marcelino and Little Jerry, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello everybody, I'm Matt. And I'm Dave. What's up, people? Welcome Marcelino. to the podcast. Episode Marcelino. <laughs> yeah, what? Get, Marcelino? What? You don't get this. You don't get the reference. Yeah, I knew you weren't getting. We, we, uh, Is it? It's from Seinfeld, right? It's from Seinfeld. Yeah. It's yeah. The, yeah, the cockfighting yeah, yeah. episode. I, rem- yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. And little Jerry was the was his was his um, rooster. Yeah. Well, Marcelino good. was the shop owner that that uh, that got like Kramer into cockfighting, right? He that he was the one yeah, that ran yeah. in the back of his shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that, anyway, that, yeah. So what's classic. up? Anyway, but you're right. Episode twenty. So this episode is you know, twenty two zero. We've hit we've hit another milestone here in Guitar Dads with episode twenty. How are we celebrating? Here we are. Well, we're drinking. <laughs> drinking. We're having a we're having a drink. Having a drink. <laughs> Cheers. July Fourth weekend. July Fourth, heading into the weekend. You guys are listening to this probably after July Fourth. After weekend July Fourth. So hope yep. you had a good one. Hope you had a good fourth and you Hope didn't we light had a yourself good on fire with fireworks. Exactly. Be careful with those fireworks, folks. You know, fireworks are illegal in Massachusetts. I'll let you guys in on a little secret for those of you that are not around, do not live in Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts, the fireworks are illegal. And, and, and Dave and I live like on the border to New Hampshire. We live on the North Shore of Massachusetts. <laughs> and literally you go across the border and there's like these massive Massive fireworks stores, like it's insane. It's like it's like, like Costco of fireworks. fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're huge. <laughs> and then and then what the, the what Massachusetts does is on all like the major highways. There's like these you know like message boards, and they all say like fireworks are illegal. Do not bring them into the state. Nope. And, and yep. you know anyway. And like every a, every every plate in the in the parking lots from Massachusetts. Oh yeah, it's all you know, Massachusetts never New people. Yeah. yeah, it's on my anyway. So hope you had a good fourth. I hope I hope Dave and I had a good fourth too. Yeah, I hope we had a good fourth too. We'll <laughs> let you know next week. <laughs> let you know uh, into the future. So yeah, anyway. We we're that good. We are the guitar dads and we have been to the future. And I can tell you we have had a good fourth. And it was a great, great weekend. It was a little great rainy. Week. Little rainy, but you know, rainy, we got through right. it. We got through it with some beers. Got through with some beers and uh, and some camaraderie. Speaking of, we just want you to to uh, to know that we appreciate all of you listening out there on uh, wherever you stream us on Apple, Spotify. If you've checked us out on YouTube, search us out for Guitar Dads. Uh, also check us out on Instagram uh, at Guitar Dads Pod. Same thing on Twitter. And yes. yeah, we we really appreciate it. So uh, let's get going. Think, Send uh, us your comments and topic ideas, please. Yes, we really appreciate comments and topic ideas. You guys really drive the show, so we really want to know what you want to what you want us to talk about, or what you don't yes. want us to talk about. I what you don't want? We'll or shut if you up disagree, too. Or if you disagree with us, we love to hear that too. Well, we yeah, we yeah. we actually do prefer to hear if you disagree with us because we That's think it right. sparks good discussion. That's right. So anyway, so what are we into? 
We're gonna we're gonna head off uh, this week with a new segment uh, called well we're kind of we're workshopping it we're gonna call it Are you listening? Kind of get it because like we're the guitar dads and you know we always say to our kids, "You listening? Are you listening so, to me? You listening to me?" So this segment is kind of <laughs> like a, a quick wrap about what have you been obsessed with listening to this week? What have you, what have you been listening to? You asking me, Dave? Yeah, I'm asking. You know, I'm asking the other Matt in the room. I'm asking little Jerry. What have I been listening to? Huh? What have you well, been listening to? Well, aside besides my um besides slash. you know the, besides the gamut of podcasts, uh, gear podcasts and guitar podcasts I listen to, I have been listening to the new Black Berry Smoke. Oh, that's Black right. Berry I forgot Smoke. that came out. Is it good? Yeah, You Hear Georgia is the name of the album and it is good. You know, I'll tell you what, it's not my good. favorite album of theirs of blackberries but it's real it's solid and there's actually a couple of real bangers on there oh nice so yeah 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 so check it out there's some good stuff so i highly recommend it blackberry smoke i forgot that came out their previous album was really good had some great songs on yes 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 so so yeah dave and we have to go and see them because this album's good and of course they always put on an incredible show oh they put on a great show great 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 live band so if you guys are listening, we've talked about them a lot on the on the pod, but they're a great band. They're like a southern rock band. So yeah. um they're really awesome. They have a lot of like country influence, um, but still play some straight ahead rock and roll and they're just great. So you should definitely you, check them out. And if you want to see like a smorgasbord of guitars, go see oh. go see this band because Charlie Starr, the singer and lead guitarist, just plays everything. Although he yeah, kind of relies, he yeah. kind of is like more like a telly, and he's got any he, he kind of like hangs on to that junior a lot, right? Yeah, At yeah. He bas- yeah, he basically goes in between a um, a telly and well, tellies, d- different flavors of tellies and, and juniors. You know, he does some slide work, so he'll do like some open tunings and stuff like that. But it's mainly like he has a couple of um, a tellies, and then he goes to like I think it's an original. 50 something junior that he's like his number one that he loves so yeah he, yeah anyway great and, he, and there's another guitarist in the band who mainly plays les pauls but he switches guitars too so it, it's a fun, it's like a fun guitar dad band it's a fun it guitar way. dad band for sure <laughs> and their new album is really good so i've been i've been throwing that on whenever i'm cruising around in the dad mobile and <laughs> <laughs> The cruising around in the dad mobile and um yeah it's good what about you dave you know what i'm gonna go way off the beaten path here which i know is surprising to you sarcasm sarcasm <laughs> um i've actually weirdly enough i've this week been listening a lot to have you heard of a band called periphery yes now they're <laughs> i couldn't name a song of you theirs, couldn't name I've a song no they're like a progressive yeah. metal band now yeah. I'm not. This is surprising. Know, no, yeah. So the the I'm not really into. I'm I'm into some of that stuff. I don't really yeah. like a lot of like those screaming vocals. But yeah, the Cookie Monster vocals. The as Cookie I Monster call vocals. Them. But yeah. the guy's actually a really good singer in general, and he and he and he can and he can sing. But he the the guitarist uh, Misha Mansoor is incredible. Oh, he, that's Misha. That's Misha Mansoor's band. Yeah, that's, that's right. Band. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he yeah is that's why I've heard of them. He is insane. He is insane. Player. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I've been listening to them just because I've been enjoying all the guitars. So yeah, he he is a you know so that so that actually brings up a good point, Dave. Like, and we've talked about this in the past on the pod, but 
it is true. Like some of the guitar playing in these metal bands is literally incredible, but I just can't get past the screaming and the Cookie Monster vocals. I just can't. I, get I agree, but this it, week it's for just not reason, melodic to it. me. It it's is, not yeah. melodic to me at all. It's you know? not. No, so. I I agree. I don't know what kind of drove me to to pull it up and, and and listen this week, but that's that that was maybe it was just the week I was having. I was looking to kind of a you know like in one of those moods but i was just pulling it up for the guitars because that that dude can just yeah misha misha's incredible. He, is he, incredible he really is incredible so yeah if you're in and his music i i don't think i've listened to his band i think i've only seen him like do stuff on youtube and stuff like that i mean but is it but the, the band stuff is good huh some of the bands yeah some of the stuff yeah. i mean for me like personally I, I think some of it's pretty good um and you know there's some of that cookie monster stuff too so i'm not really into that as much but the guitar work <laughs> is unbelievable and by the way, it takes a lot of skill to do that Cookie Monster stuff and not completely destroy your voice. Oh, yeah. And how many I, metal I, bands have we pointed out that have just like amazing musicianship, but oh, we're, yeah. just not, we're just not into the music? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't take anything away from that. Like, those oh, no. vocalists, those like singers and vocalists in those bands, like, they're un- the strength in their vocals is unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. Um, You know, so, and some of them, like you said, can really sing incredibly well as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. But anyway, Periphery. Okay. All periphery, right. Dave yeah. Misha Monsoor. Yeah, he's like a monster and he's very well respected in the guitar community. Yeah, yeah. And cool, man. So, uh, yeah, should we move on to our next segment? Yeah, let's go into the next segment. What do we got? I don't know. What do we got? Oh, it's breaking news. Uh, I think we're going to get into some news and notes. News and notes from the week. This is the segment where we get into news and notes from the week. Yeah, pretty much like anything that's come out in the last week since we last potted, uh, we're going to talk about and discuss. And it's pretty much, it's a, we got a full plate tonight. Dave, a lot of Dave, stuff has, Dave has put together a full menu of news and notes. There is a full menu, and I will start with the most exciting, to me, the most yeah, exciting of l- the list. Launch into this, and then I'll just react. They okay. are going to, you're just going to react? Is that, is that how we're doing <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just, okay, you react. Yeah, 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 yeah. But verbalize it, vocalize it, because, you know, this is a podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be right, good, it'll be good pod. Yeah, it'll be good pod, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they, did you hear about, I didn't even know this was in the works, but they are going to be producing a Scott Weiland biopic, or biopic. We still can't figure out how you <laughs> say it. I call it biopic. <laughs> you say potato, I say potato. Yeah. Reminds me of an old uh, Dennis Miller line. Uh, you say tomato, I say shut the f up. <laughs> yeah, so it, yeah, they're gonna, like that. I guess but, they're going to so, be so yeah. So they're doing this, huh? Yeah, so it's going to be really interesting. I mean, I know we always like use the standard of the the more or the more recent standard with the uh, with the Queen one, but um, I I don't know. Do you think? Do you think? So I guess the question I'll pose: Do you think it's necessary? Do you think um, it's exciting I, to the general I think public? It's, yeah, I mean, but it's actually really interesting because if I if I thought someone's going to make a biopic about a grunge band, you would think it would be Nirvana. Right. Like what like yeah. why the hell aren't they doing this with about Kurt Cobain? Like right. what the hell's yeah. going on here? That's exactly what I was so, I was thinking. Yeah, it's too. like really it's kind of maybe, you know, of course it's like maybe the Cobain's estate does not want them to do this. Um maybe Dave Grohl wants something to do with it. I don't know. I don't know if Dave Grohl has any say in Cobain's estate. I'm sure he has a say in Nirvana, so who knows? Anyway, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, Scott Weiland, I mean, absolutely a tormented soul who, you know, tragically, you know, dies. 
you know, just really struggled with addiction. Like, I don't know, his whole, sounded like his whole life. Yeah. Even with all the success that he had. I mean, and, 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 you know, because he's associated with Slash, of course, I love him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, some of that, the the two Velvet Revolver albums are some of the best music ever written. They were incredible. They were so good. I mean, and Dave and I saw them live, which was awesome. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, it was really cool. So, yeah, I mean, obviously STP is like legendary. And then, you know, and he was also in Velvet Revolver, which was incredible. So, I mean, obviously this guy's kind of an iconic guy. And yeah, it'd be, I, I would be, of course I would watch it. I'm interested to see what's going on. I'm sure it's not going to be easy to watch all the time, but you know, we'll see how it goes. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. I think for the music fan, I think, I think a lot of, a lot of people like us probably would, would uh, check it out for sure. I don't think oh, it's yeah. going to have the same kind of cachet that the, the queen one did. Uh, wow. No, Bohemian no, no, no. Rhapsody for sure. I mean, that probably got grabbed a lot of like, you know, your average moviegoer, but I don't think this will. Is it um, like a major? Who's doing it, Dave? Is it like a major uh, you know studio doing it? I don't it, think or? a major studio. No, if, uh, you know so what? Like I remember, Netflix. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to end up. That's on. That's a major thing. Yeah, no, I don't know if it had. I don't know what it's going to end up on, but I, I did read about this, so it is. It is in the works, apparently. Interesting. Which big Interesting. brings up a different question, though. Yeah. So where does Scott Weiland, and we we probably agree on this, but we've never talked about it. Where does he kind of sit, um, you know, in, in the echelon of influential frontmen? Well, this is interesting because weren't we just talking about this last week with Chris Cornell when we were talking about Soundgarden? Yeah. And how I was saying that I thought Chris was the best of the grunge era. I, I And I still maintain that I think he, he, he was the best of that whole era. And he was obviously one of the best ever. That's just hands down true. Oh, yeah. But like where does Scott Weiland fit within that? It's a good question. I think he's obviously up there. And like I said, the fact that he was able to have like a second – um, successful career with Velvet Revolver, you really kind of uh, puts him a step above a lot of that era of singers, yeah, to be honest point. with you. You know, I mean, for him to be able to do that and write a whole bunch of new music and kind of almost reinvent himself to some extent, I mean, some of this, like Fall to Pieces, to me, is like one of the greatest songs ever. Oh, uh, right? yeah. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. You know, you know like, so... It's like he he's right up there, Dave. I mean, he's right up there. I mean, technically, is he the best? No. I mean, he had his issues, and I think because he struggled with you know addiction and stuff, a lot of his live performances were absolutely terrible. Oh yeah, I'm sure. You yeah. know, you can go on YouTube and see you some see of this. Like, oh yeah, ah, oh, yeah. it, it's just it's just bad. You know, I remember I listened to a guitar podcast called No Guitar Is Safe. Uh, great podcast, by the way. If you guys haven't checked that out, it's it's done by Jude. What is Jude's name? Oh, I'm blanking on Jude Gold, um, who's an editor, a guitar player. He he does a mag, he does a podcast, which is a an, an interview podcast, and he plays guitars. He he um he interviewed. He had a whole episode with Scott Weiland's guitarist when Scott Weiland was doing like solo tours. And the guy who was his guitarist oh, and, and the guy and, and the guitar player and this was towards the end of his career, right before he died. And and the and the guitarist was like he's like some nights he was on absolute fire and it was incredible. And then and, and some nights it was just like the worst. Like you just question what the hell you were doing there because it was so bad. Oh. So 
And I think, you know, like I said, he just struggled like that. And, you know, it's very sad. Very sad. It's real sad. It's sad. So, like, I think, like, yeah, does that, like, take him down a notch? Absolutely it does because he wasn't a consistent live like right. performer when we saw him he was great though right he was Dave? Great. Like, he's so he was so dynamic he was so yeah he was so he's, unique yeah. he had his really yeah. his own style i think a lot of front men these days try to emulate you know their heroes or whatever and they they there's not a lot of like uniqueness to what they do but they, i think he had some of the the most oh. unique style of of yeah. any front man you know i mean yeah as a front I, man he was definitely yeah so he, i i agree i think he's right up there with the greatest front man ever dave yeah we'll just put it that way he was he was he was he was pretty special so anyway so well, there we speak, go speaking of special did you yeah. hear did you hear the news another tour has been announced this one's kind of cool and i would definitely like to check them Let's out unfortunately hear it. they're not coming anywhere near us oh ZZ top Ah, ZZ Top. Who's going with him? Is it just ZZ? I don't. I, that's a good question. I don't know. But I also know that he just released uh, his so, a solo record. I think he's going to be trying to tour with that, too. So maybe we can. The Reverend? We, yeah. The maybe Reverend we, Billy Gibbons? Maybe we can check out Billy. I would love to go see Billy. Yeah, I've so never they just seen ZZ some, like, Top massive or Billy. Hmm? You would. I've yeah. never seen it. I've never seen oh, them. Yeah, I'd love no, to I see him. Oh, ZZ. Yeah, that's cool. I wonder if they're going to have the, the, the fuzzy guitars that spin around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking you, of unique, right? You know they Man, do. What a, what a style those guys have. Oh, they're awesome. And they're yeah. still great. Like, if you see some of the, like, go on YouTube and watch, like, their tours from a couple of years ago, like, they still got it. They're great. They still got it. Yeah, they they kick ass. Yeah, they're so they're going to be uh, embarking on, like, I think, like, a 45-date tour or something like that. Like something, oh, cool. Something big. Gonna have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. Um, what, else, what else, Dave? It was Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. All right. Journey. Journey, your favorite tribute band. Journey. Oh, here we go. There we go. Your favorite tribute band is coming out with a new record. I didn't think tribute bands did their own Yeah, tribute. What are they? They can't put up on a new record. They're a tribute band. <laughs> oh, so wait. Maybe they're not a tribute band. Oh, oh. <laughs> It's a, is it a new record of just like re-recording their old material? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, apparently they're going to be coming out with a new album, so that's oh, going to cool. be kind of right. cool to All hear. Right. I mean, it's pretty. I, w- I, I would, I would. You you said they were reached, they released original stuff with this this guy that's the Steve Perry clone before. I thought they had, didn't they? Maybe like I, I have no ago. idea. I'm I'm going I'm going off of maybe you. like maybe one. They I did. don't know if they released a whole album. Maybe they. I should look but that let, up. But, but let's just be let's just be honest. Somebody goes to a journey show. Who is gonna? That's gonna be a great opportunity to go to the bathroom and drink beers when they do that new material. <laughs> oh, hey, what if it's good? <laughs> I mean, basically, it's like it's like to me that like I, maybe I don't agree with the tribute band thing, but I feel like right now I it's more like don't. it's like almost like Neil Sean's solo career, right? That's kind I'm of more real, like yeah, it no, it's true, and he's awesome. It's true, but like I said, I think a lot of it had so much to do with Steve Perry. But you know what? I, I'm happy about this because when I go see them in concert, plenty of opportunities to go to the bathroom and get a beer. <laughs> Wait, are you saying you so, have prostate issues? So, <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm getting older, Dave. Is this is this like the new commercial for those meds? You know, like the, the old guys, except <laughs> they're not on the boat now. They're going to like Journey concerts. Do you have a problem with your bladder? Go see Journey because they're going to play a lot of original music nobody cares about. It's just like a bunch of middle aged guys rushing out of the uh, seats to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's, that's essentially what that. That would be that's great. Essentially, ad. what that's yeah. going to be. Uh, who? I mean, who knows? Maybe some of it's going to be good. I, I have no idea. 
All right, we also got an, an interesting collab. When I read about this, I was kind of excited, but I'm not really quite yeah, sure what to think it. of it. Uh, yeah. Jerry Cantrell and Duff McKagan are getting together. And oh, doing interesting. Something. So What's this could be very there? interesting. Yeah, so I guess there was some some photos leaked of them in a studio, and then Jerry decided to just say, okay, fine, here. Here's, here's, the, here's the better picks. Um, so, yeah, they're kind of hush-hush about it. I don't know what's going on with it, but apparently there's some kind of a collab happening, and uh, I guess we can look forward to some new music from them in the future. Interesting. So, yeah. So, what, like, what? Uh, that's real interesting. It is very, it's it, very th- Is there, like, a name? Did they, like, is it, like, a new band that I they're naming? I didn't see a name or like, anything about a new band. I just saw that they're, oh. uh, they, they leaked. Uh, they're, they're, somebody... Got hold of the photos, leaked them, whoever it was, and then Jerry got pissed and said, "Well, fine, here, here, here they are." And then that's about that's about all I was able to find. But yeah, so that that's interesting because I think that's a kind of a cool uh, that could be kind of a, a that that gives me like that that kind of excites me with what kind of music those two could put together. Right? Oh, totally. Yeah that that so, could be really really cool. Could be really good. All right, that's a good shout, Dave. Nice. I love it. Dave, Dave's la- got all the hits today. Yeah, we got all the hits and lastly in the news, lastly. this is going we're going to dig way we are digging way back. Way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To a time when you and I really loved uh a band called, well, I don't know about you, but I we 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 did go to the show, but Band named Stabbing Westward. You remember these guys? Stabbing Westward. Yes. I do. I remember the name of the band, Dave. But this is like the candle box thing where I didn't remember the yeah, songs. Yeah, yep. And you. I remember and, and the band. Did... What? What was their song? Were they good? I don't remember. Yeah, they they're very good. <laughs> but they had a they had a breakthrough that when they when they really you know uh, hit their stride. They were on their second album. That's when they were. That's when we saw them. And, uh, Where did we see them? We saw them at the old, what was the House of Blues before it was the House of Blues? It was called... Uh, oh, Avalon. Avalon, yeah. yeah. We saw them we there. Did? And that's when we saw them. You know who opened for them? The Connelline who? Crush. Oh, a Connelline Crush. Them yeah. I remember. Yeah. Co- <laughs> Cousin Larry on the guitar. Cousin Larry. Ah. <laughs> Stabbing Westward. I yeah. I do remember. It might have been one of those shows that you just dragged me to, and I was like, I don't even know who this band is. Okay, I'll go see them. Yeah, they, they did. Were, I know. They were really good. Did I know who they were, Dave? I think you knew who they were. They had a very famous song. I'm not going to play it because then we're going to get copyright issues. Um, oh, but yeah, you you know exactly. You know you know their big hit. Right. And I'm, right. I'm sure. Yeah, I'll play it for you later. You'll recognize it. Um, and I'm sure those of you listening probably know who these guys are. But the, I think the well, what's, his, might, what's the news? And so anyway, they're they're um, they're going on a um, on a they're hitting the road too, and going on a big tour, to, uh, like a 25th anniversary tour of this album. So oh, interesting. And uh, now it's only two of the original members, the singer and I think the drummer. But otherwise, that being you know, it's kind of I like to hear about some of the bands that I like back in the day that are, that are going out because I you know as we've talked about before, yeah, rock isn't really dead. Music isn't really. I mean, music like that isn't really dead, but it's still cool. To hear like the bands that we used to like are still out there playing. Oh yeah, it is. It is cool. Is it? Was there band? Was there a big song called "Save Yourself"? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm gonna you, have to listen to it and remember. You know that song. I guarantee. Yeah. You know it. I'm gonna. I won't play it here because, like you said, we don't want to. We don't want to run into copyright issues. We don't need but, copyright issues on. But that's that's interesting. Yeah, we're not like Rick Beato over here. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> but okay, stabbing Westward. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that, kind of that's a blast from the past. That's Dave. a blast from the past. Where did now, you dig that up? 
Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I, I have my sources. Um, Apparently, you got your sources, and you got you know, good for you. Yeah. So there. Wow. So yeah. I mean, is that a show that I really want to see? Probably not. But I just thought it was kind of a cool note. I don't but, know. Maybe it'd be fun if you're really into the music. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess it probably depends. I'd have to, I'd have to look up on YouTube and see if they, they've done anything recently. Can the guy still sing? How do they sound? All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. I mean, 25 years, you never know. Right. You never know how it's going to go 25 years later. You know, you that know brings me to that brings me to another thing. Speaking of like nostalgia tours, um, that show where. That show where I was talking about last week where, like, Eddie Trunk was hosting it, he posted a clip of, oh, gee, I'm going to blow the whole thing because I don't remember the band. I think it was, was it Winger, Dave? Winger or? Are you talking about an interview he did recently? In a, in a, in some no, no, no. He posted, he posted a clip of the band on Instagram. And like, and like people were just like, that sounds absolutely terrible. And I actually thought it sounded pretty good. So like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know who it was. I'm not sure. Hold on. Let, let's just get it. Cause it'd be, it'd be interesting. Let me see if I can pull it up. In it this wouldn't short... surprise me if it was winger. All right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you who it is in a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go. Just he, give me a second. You need some music here. Give me a sec. Give me a second. Is it a, a copyright man. thing if we use the Jeopardy music? Um, warrant. warrant warrant yes well so di- warrant. warrant warrant but a different lead singer because that dude died exactly right warrant with a different leads singer which isn't really warrant because he was so much of that band and i actually thought yeah. they sounded pretty good in this clip on instagram that was posted but every like you said everybody was like you know without the lead singer What's the lead singer's name, Dave? I wasn't. I I was never a huge Warren fan, but I like oh, I like their songs. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig, I like them a dig lot. Deep into their catalog, they get some yeah, really yeah. good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, so whoever the lead singer was, um, he did. He died. Did he die? Did he really? Yeah, yeah. He died several years oh, okay. ago. Okay. All right. So anyway, so basically, like all the fans of <laughs> of Warrant were like, were like, no, this this is terrible. You know, because Janie Lane. Jane, Jane, thank you. Yes. Yeah. So, so everybody was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll read some of the comments." Uh, they need to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> this looks and sounds absolutely brutal. <laughs> give me some more. <laughs> um, um, uh, By the way, crin- social media comments are incredible. You know that. That's cr- cringe, cringe. Here's another one. That's not warrant. That's a tribute band. <laughs> oh. See, I might agree with that because I, yeah, because they weren't as big as they're not as big as I mean, Journey's like you know icon. No, no, Janie, it's a joke. I mean, I I understand that. Like, look, if somebody dies, like it's they sound like they sound like shit. Give it up and go back to your day jobs. <laughs> well, I mean, David Lee Roth, David Lee Roth's voice died. Does that count? Yeah, well, he's then, terrible now. Yeah, and then Sammy took over. Eddie, Eddie, these bands are a joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we don't have to keep going. Yeah, but, but he see I, Eddie. I, Eddie hangs on to these like the wingers, the warrants, yeah, the you yeah, know, yeah, those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and listen, and they, I like their. I like those. They bands. were great. Really they were great. I mean, you got to admit, like Warrant was incredible. Didn't right? he post um, something recently with uh, with Dawkins too? 
Oh yeah, I mean that's another band that's kind of gone, but but George Lynch is still shredding and playing incredibly. But yeah, like Dawkin, Don Dawkin can't he can't sing anymore. He's done. No, he's done. He's done. So um, yeah, that's another thing. It's kind of but Dawkin is incredible. What an incredible band! And you go go back and listen to those Dawkin albums. They are awesome. Dude. Oh, they yeah, they were awesome. Back and I don't remember like I don't when I was getting into the the hair stuff like I that wasn't super on my radar. No, me um, either. Yeah, it's only like, you know, fairly recently, like last 10 years that I really got into them. Um, oh, so good. So so many great, like like George Lynch is such like a riff master. So anyway, so what do you think, Dave? Should, should we go into the gear notes? Yeah, let's move today? on. Let's move on to gear, seeing as... Uh, let's move really, on to gear. Yeah, let's do it. So big news. So big news that came out this week in the gear news world is um, Electroharmonix. So Electroharmonix is releasing their version. I guess they must, well, I guess it doesn't have to be licensed because the company is no more. But Electroharmonix is reissuing the Sovtech MiG 50 amp, um, the MiG 28. I thought it was a MiG 28, like Top Gun. Remember that, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's a MiG 50. This it's has not a fighter. To do with Top Gun? It's not a Russian fighter jet. It's actually a, an amp called the MiG fifty, which was made by Softech, was a which was a you know a Russian company that I think was making amps shortly after the fall of the Soviet Union, you know, late eighties, early or early nineties, I guess it was. And um, and people love these. Have these have these have kind of like a cult uh, following. You can get them for relatively cheap. On, yeah, like, they seem on very, reverb on e- and eBay. They I think seem they very go for, affordable. Yeah, I think they go from like I, I think for like a vintage amp. Well, it's not really. I guess early nineties isn't vintage, but you know they're kind of a sought after amp, and they go for about a thousand bucks. Use Electroharmonics is basically re releasing these for about oh, six hundred and fifty bucks. And what they are, if you don't know what they are, they're this really cool kind of uh, fendery kind of basement type of thing. And people use them as pedal, I guess, pedal platforms. And it's a really, it's really cool. Pe- people seem excited about this because these Softex were cool amps. And a lot of people say, well, yeah, they had that fenderiness to them, the basement, but more of a full sound as well. So, you know, it, it's its own thing. But I think it's kind of a cool thing that they're actually re-releasing these weird Russian amps. Um, and I, I was telling Dave earlier that Josh Scott from JHS Pedals like has a full collection of these Sovtech amps. He like of course he does. Of I think as I think as part of his troll of reverb, he posted all of them for like five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> He's like my entire like, like Sovtech collection. Yeah. yeah, like his clone that he did for five hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I thought this was a cool amp you know a 51 amp head if you're looking for something a little bit different it definitely is more probably modern more reliable than the old russian ones i'm just guessing going out on a limb here but you know a modern amp made by a big company uh, you know a reputable company is going to be a lot i would i would guess a lot a lot better than a 25 year old or almost a 30 year old uh, Russian amp. I'm just going on a limb, Dave. But. Well, so so this, uh, as always with the, <laughs> when we talk about gear, this always brings up the question: Would you be tempted by it? Yeah, me myself, probably not. And what about Irene? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, 
<laughs> what am I, Jim Carrey over here? Um, no, I yeah, it, this is not my thing. You know, like like, like we've talked about before, like I'm not really into the super clean amp thing. I like to have amps that have that are dirty that have nice clean channels, like the Jubilee and even the DSL have great clean channels that you can if you want to have a clean pedal platform. I think they work actually pretty well for that on the clean channels for me to just have that i mean i don't know maybe i you know i think at some point i do have to own like a, a fendery type of amp because they are just so cool i was just gonna <laughs> say that i think you yeah do they are to re- some kind of like a fendery re- kind of amp. yeah they're really nice i mean you got a couple strats behind you you need to be you you gotta you know yeah you're right no you're right I, you need at that some sound point, at some point i do have to own a real tube Fender, maybe I'll buy like a Princeton or something. Something. I think you totally need a Princeton. Yeah. I can see Princeton. But I'll tell you what, I'm really because it's not like my thing. Because it's not like I'm super into the clean sound. The stuff in the HX Stomp, especially the Princeton thing that they released last year, the Princeton model in the in HX Stomp, it sounds so good, Dave. You know, it sounds so good. Yeah, it but not so the good. same. It's not the same as a, it's not. As a, of course, a nice, it's not blowing air in a tube amp in the room, right? No, yeah. you're right. It's not the same. So yes, yeah. so I, I might like or or like a deluxe reverb. That'd be yeah. fun to have. So you know, maybe like at some point I'll start scouring reverb and and uh, you know like Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and see what I can find. Yeah, in that realm of, of that realm. But this is kind of cool because it is a head. And I wouldn't have to have like have a big like find a place in the room here for another for like a combo, but um, yeah, I mean it's kind of a cool thing. I don't know, maybe I could be tempted, but if I saw it used for like a few hundred bucks, I'm, I don't know, maybe I would. Yeah, think I, think, I was just gonna point. say if you find it yeah. used for a few hundred bucks, I think you almost got to pull the trigger on. Maybe that I would think about one of those. That's kind because of a it cool checks because if it does sound pretty good and it is that kind of fendery, tweedy, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of sound, like it does kind of check some of those boxes. So yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? I think it's cool. I think it's cool. So anyway, we'll see. It's a cool release. By Electroharmonics. It's cool that they're like, I don't think they do a lot of amps. I think they've released amps in the past, but this is kind of cool that they're actually releasing amps. So, interesting. Yeah. Interesting development here in the gear world with Electroharmonics doing amps again. Maybe they'll release some other cool amps. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows and what speaking happens? Of, speaking of pricing. Yeah, speaking of pricing, let's get into this. So, another topic we wanted to talk, touch on briefly at the end here is, you know, We've talked about this before, like cheap gear versus expensive gear, but I saw a video the other night that kind of got me thinking about it. We've also talked about how YouTubers deal with cheap gear and how they're essentially paid off to to review cheap gear and give it positive reviews. And so, you know, it got me thinking about that. Like, does the price of a guitar automatically kind of turn you off? <laughs> Like, what's your thoughts on that, Dave? Well, I guess uh, I, I, it could go two different ways. The price of a guitar is obviously going to turn me off if it's like over my price range, right? So, well, that's even true. if it's a cool, <laughs> even if it's a cool guitar that I would love to own, if it's like if it hits that threshold, yeah, that's going to turn me off. And maybe but I'll, I'm wondering, like, are you okay? Yeah, you're right. So I'm, I'm actually talking about, but you're talking about the low end. I know you're talking about. I'm talking about the low end. You're right. Being, the high. The high end of guitars does turn me off automatically because it's like, oh, uh, a Gibson Murphy Lab, twelve thousand bucks. Yep, can't can't buy that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I was just I was being a, I was being a jackass. But how, I'll give As you a scenario. I'll give you a scenario, and this is something that I actually deal with. I might see like a guitar maybe posted 
online or something and I'm like, oh, that guitar looks really cool. It has pickups that I, I would like to play. And then like I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's only like 250 bucks. And I'm like, oh, it must be a piece of crap. Like right. that's where my, my mind automatically goes to that. Then that's not something I'm interested in. See, that's a good point. Cause you're like, you, you mentioned the pickups, right? So that's my yeah. first thing. If I'm looking at a cheap guitar and you're like, yeah, that looks really cool. Uh, it's got different style pickups that I maybe like to play, but Hey, it's only two fifty. It's probably got pretty cheap pickups in it. Mm-mm-mm. Right. And it's not going to yeah. sound it like, you know, let's use the example of, of, you know, well, the the new, you know, the new classic vibes. They they have new new El Nico pickups, and the and they're really they they sound pretty good. They don't they don't sound like top end pickups, but and they're a little bit muddy on the neck. But uh, uh, but anyway, that's beside the point. That's but beside that, the point. But 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 no, it's a good. But point. to your point, yeah. it's a it's an affordable guitar, and it sounds pretty good. So yeah, so something. But I guess the reason stuff like that wouldn't turn me off at a lower price now is because I have. A classic vibe that sounds great, and mm-hmm. I also have uh, you know a Squire uh, um, Affinity Telecaster. That thing was a hundred bucks used. That to me was a no brainer because I wanted a Telecaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that's I, these when are I really good a guitar examples. Center, I had to buy it, and that actually sounds really good. You got that? What's that other Strat you got, Dave? This is because you're like the king of cheap guitars now. I am the cheap. I am the you're king like, of cheap like, guitars. You're like Ryan from Sixty Cycle Hum. I am. So this, What's this that? thing. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, ah. this thing, this thing over here was like the the sensation of the internet last year. Yeah. What was uh, it? It was a company called Glary. Oh yeah, Glary. Yeah, yeah. I think cheap. Ryan got into those as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, and they're dirt cheap guitars. This this thing costs like sixty bucks. And the reason I bought it wasn't because I actually wanted to play it and, and thought it would sound good. I wanted to just learn how to how to mod. So my intention yeah, great, was great. learning how to, how to solder and, and 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 swap out pickups and and all that stuff. Yeah, but I never did. <laughs> yeah, but you could, you still can. But I still but could. That, yeah, but I that's have, a, but yeah. that that's actually a great example. You know, this video that I saw, which was a music is win uh, video. Let's just be clear about. It. And I love Tyler. I actually love Tyler's channel. I think it's good. But obviously, that the level his channel is at, people are willing to pay him a lot of money to promote stuff. Yeah. So you just got to understand that. Like I'm sure he gets paid incredibly well to do these spots. And I think he was playing some Donner guitars. There were Telecasters. And his point, which I actually think he is genuine about, is. Um, he thought they felt really good. He's like, the necks feel good, and this is a nice guitar to play. And and he actually did some some sound comparisons, which to like some very to like a sore a sir a telly that he has. And he was he was you know he if you listen to the sound, there wasn't a huge difference between the two guitars, which makes me a little bit suspect because I was like, what's going on there in the post kind of production i was just gonna say see that that's, you know, that's such a is that there's that, exactly. that and, there's, and there's also and there's also you know it you could tell there was a difference where it, it they did sound like the cheaper guitars did sound a little bit thinner than his more expensive guitars was there a massive difference no but he was like being really clear like look i think these are great guitars you know you can change things like pickups and things like that and they can work for for you um, I, I just think you get, I, I just think if you're buying a $150, $150 guitar, you got to be careful about the quality that you're going to, you just have to have your expectations clear on what you're going to get with that. Kind yeah. Of your expectations need to be pretty low. And I'll, yeah, I'll use yeah, that yeah. glary as an example because everybody raved about it on the internet and there's been videos about oh, this yeah. very, about this very topic recently 
about are people really you know disingenuous about what they're telling you yeah yeah and, I'm, you know, I'm sure I, there's i'm sure that some are and you tell you the truth like i don't like if you're paid incredibly handsomely to promote a product like it's what it is i, I don't fault them i'm not for even that. talking about paid yeah. i'm not talking yeah. about paid you know uh paid advertisements really i'm talking about these guys that have played these particular guitars and say wow they sound like a really good you know beginner guitar but they sound really good well, you know, first of all, A, that's subjective, and B, it's going to depend on what you're playing it through and how, what kind of player you are. You know, well, this that's thing, true. This thing, to me, it doesn't sound very good at all. It sounds terrible. Yeah, see, there you, you know? go. So, it, uh, yeah, I, but it I, also I always, depends on yeah. what you're playing it through, right? So That's a really good point, Dave, what you're playing it through. And also, like, I feel like if you're a beginner player, um, you shouldn't go out there and buy a super expensive guitar. But at the same time, once you once you know like you like guitar and you're going to be a guitar player, buying a high end guitar, I feel in my opinion, makes you a better player. You know? I I actually agree with that wholeheartedly. I just think it does. You know? And I'm and, and, I'm the example, right? I mean, you were there when I you were there <laughs> yeah. when I bought my 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 um my uh Les Paul, Les Paul. track, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And that was for, you know, that was like a big birthday gift and I really wanted it. And I'll tell you, it's motivating when you have, when you plug that thing in and strum a chord and you hit that A, you know, it's like, wow, this thing sounds incredible. Yeah. And it kind of vibrates against you. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, it's, yeah, it's incredible. It's motivating. It's inspiring. And then you pick up a cheap guitar and it's just like, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think some people would argue, look, this cheap, like the Harley Benton stuff, some of that stuff is very good. Right. And, and, and it's, it's better than what you pay for it. Right. Yeah. There's definitely stuff out there that is better is it, it punches above its weight. Like Dave and I talk about the Squire classic vibes. Like I've actually, Dave, I've been on a kick with my, with my telly. Cause I realized it sounds incredible through the Jubilee. Oh, it so does. It, it sounds so good. So I've been playing that thing through the Jubilee and I'm like this, I'm like this thing, I got all these expensive guitars and I'm playing this like $400 guitar. Right. So like, I think, I think like there's some real gems out there. I think, you know, try them out and, and, and see how you do with them. You know, should, 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 should you automatically go and write off, you know, sub like $200 guitars? No. If you, if you feel like, you know, you want to try them out and see how it goes, that's good. Just understand that you're not going to get a 200, a 200, uh, sorry, a $200 guitar that is going to be as nice as say, you know, a thousand dollar guitar or, Absolutely. you know, or, or even a Squire classic vibe, right? Like, right. <laughs> you know, like th- no, there's definitely, good, it, yeah. to your, to your point, you yeah. really got to try these things out because could you, could you, you know, conceivably blindly go on Sweetwater, pull up every Gibson they have and just kind of close your eyes and point to one yeah, and play it and it's going to sound good, right? Yeah, yeah, Most, yeah. I mean, mo- that's right. probably true. Yeah, it's probably it's true. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, could you do the same thing with, uh, you know, uh, an Epiphone or you know, a a, a, a classic vibe? Even though they're kind of, you know, they're they're owned by Gibson, owned by Fender. It's just they're lower end guitars. They have lower end parts. They're they're not necessarily going to sound bad. They, they, but they're they also are, not necessarily they... going to sound good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they are consistent in their build quality and stuff like that. But I, I think you're right. Like, try it out and see. Like, if you're if you're a player that's been playing for a while and you want something that you're gonna have for for a long time, 
you know, put some time into it. And sometimes, you know, and I see this all the time, like on Facebook groups and stuff, people are like, should I buy this or should I save a little bit more? I see it on the Gibson groups a lot. Like, oh, you know, should I buy an Epiphone or should I save a little bit more and try to get like a studio? And like all day, I'm like, save up a little more and get a studio. Will You will not regret it. Oh, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, and this isn't to be a snob, but like when you get into these like two, three hundred dollar differences, you know, like sometimes there is a big, is a, is a difference, right? Like I think there's a huge difference between an affinity and a, a classic vibe. I just think there is, right? There's you're talking a huge what? difference. And you're talking a two hundred dollar difference. Yeah, and, that, and then you, you know? can look right over here, and, and, I'll, and yeah. I'll show you the difference. Although that yeah. affinity just happens to sound really good. It's not that you can't get a good one and then they're not they're not good, but when you go up that level, it's just that much better, right? <laughs> exactly. Although the so, neck- especially in the low end, I think what we're getting at here is in the low end, the quality when you go up in price gets almost exponentially better, but in the high end, it doesn't, right? No, exactly. My yeah. you know is a custom shop you know twice as better than my standard Les Paul? No. no. In my opinion, I'm sure people would say yes, it is. In my opinion, it's not. Maybe that's because I don't own a custom and I'm just biased. <laughs> anyway, this could go on all night, Dave. But this let's could go let, on we, all we, night. I think we can wrap it up with that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I think we we leave this with you know go go try this stuff out and decide for yourself. You gotta try them and, out and don't just write stuff out off, but just be realistic about what you're actually getting. And be careful so. what you're what you're listening to and believing on YouTube as well. Yeah, and on podcasts and on podcasts like this one. <laughs> We try to tell you like it is. So I think that'll do it for this week's Guitar Dad podcast, Dave. Yeah, so that that was episode 20. Thank you for listening. We appreciate our uh, our fans on uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, and those of you watching on YouTube. Uh, look forward to upcoming content. And don't forget to uh, you know like, subscribe, and all that stuff. It really helps us out. So we're really looking forward to uh, what the future brings. And that was the Guitar Dads podcast. Catch you guys on the flip. <laughs>